Hi everyone, this is Pastor Ramona, and please take a seat and listen to this episode of Let Us Talk About It. Um, where do I start? I don't know if you all know, as my audience, that I am a two-time divorcee. Um, what I want to focus on today, however, is how I feel about now at this joint at this juncture um, in my life. How I feel about being a two-time divorcee and the testimony of um, my last marriage. So here we go. My first marriage, I thought was going to be my only marriage. Um, I married. Um, my oldest son's father and we had two more sons so we were a family of five um, just didn't work out a um, whole lot of different things that were unresolved that I just rather not going to because that's not what this um, podcast is about today I want to focus instead on pieces of my second marriage I got married the second time in um, 2010 and it lasted until 2013 um, when I met that husband um, I was just living a very um, I was living a life of a person that was rebelling from everything um, I knew I had a call on my life but I just ran to make it short and sweet. I met my husband at work. Um, We hit it off. What I did know about him was he loved the Lord. And as confusing and as difficult and as challenging as that marriage was um, for it to only last three years, here it is seven years later, almost to the point of when we separated, Um, I have a very profound viewpoint of that relationship. The word tells us, you know, God hates divorce and, you know, divorced people. We perceive that divorced people shouldn't preach the word of God. And we can back that up with all kinds of, uh, um, revelatory scripture, Verses that co-sign with it, even to the degree that females should not be um, teachers and preachers of the word. And I don't want to go into that either. What I did learn, however, from that second marriage was it had to be so. Did the divorce have to happen? I don't have an answer for that. But I do know that that marriage was a part of God's plan for my life. And this is why I say that. In that marriage, I developed a newfound respect for a relationship with the Lord. And I say that because I was saved before I got married. The first time. I had no relationship. A relationship has to be developed just like a relationship in marriage has to be developed. 
that goes back to two times divorce. If you don't take the time personally to develop your relationship in any way, shape, or form with anyone, it will fail. Um, You will become bitter. You will cast blame. You... It, 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 I'm saying you because it's a personal decision. And it was my personal decision to get divorced twice. And it was also my personal decision to dive into understanding this God that I serve. Um, going back to the failed second marriage. In that marriage, I learned very quickly the power of 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 the necessity of relationship, how the Lord will develop your spiritual gifts, your spiritual mind, and your willingness to accept whatever your spiritual gifts that are in you, as well as learning how to pray outside of the expectation of what you think your spiritual gifts are, if that makes sense. That's another podcast for another time. But in that time that I was married, that three-year time frame, I had a newfound respect for the Word of God. I learned what my prayer language is and what it can do and how it um, develops as we develop. I learned that um, our gifts are not for ourselves. We cannot be prostituted in our gifts as we're so used to saying in, in the black church. God's gifts he gave us, we are to give back to him in whatever format that is. If you choose to profit from it, that's between you and him. I just believe that for Ramona, if I did not get married that time to that person, I don't know when, how, or why, or where the things I learned in that three-year time would have happened. I believe everything happens for a reason. I think there are no mistakes. I think everything is a learning opportunity. And that is how I took that relationship. As I look back at it now, I am very grateful for that relationship, that marriage. I am very grateful that I was able to grow as quickly as I did being married to a man of God. I'm very thankful thankful for being on in the trenches of organized religion to be able to see that just because a person has a title or proclaims to have a title or has a church that we're still flawed human beings that need support that needs encouragement that needs someone to pray for them none of us and when I say none I really mean it none of us are perfect And what I pray for is that I can love like Jesus loved. Jesus hung with the unlikable intentionally. Think about that, y'all. He hung with the unlikable intentionally and took a lot of heat behind it because he didn't hang with the religious folk, because he didn't hang with the church folk, because he wasn't in service every Sunday, because he wasn't out doing the work and being seen doing the work. And when he was doing the work that manifested way greater than what the church was doing, quote unquote, 
they had a problem with it. So let's, I'm going back to my marriage again, because that is all wrapped into the same bubble, because that's what it was. But outside of that bubble, I could see that God was changing me. It didn't matter who else at that time needed to be worked on. And I could see that also. But he wanted to change me. He wanted to change my heart. He wanted to change my perception on people. He wanted to change my perception on organized religion. He wanted to change the, 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 the story, so to speak. I've heard stories of what people see manifested in the church, but now I was able to witness the manifestation of his works and the manifestation of evil in the church and outside of the church. Believe it or not is on you, but I am choosing to be grateful. I am choosing to continue on this journey of love and loving the Lord. I am choosing to share this with someone because I believe someone needed to hear this today. Um, let's, let's look at things out of a different lens. Um, Pastor Monica Gary um, posted um, something on her Facebook Live um, two days ago, Monica Gary Sr., as a matter of fact, about blind spots. And it was accurate from the standpoint of we have the tendency, we meaning all people, have the tendency to believe that we're right. And when we walk in the filter of I'm right, that means somebody's wrong. And the only truth comes from the Lord. So if we ask him, as she offered for us to do in her, her plea actually was in this Facebook Live was to ask God to show us our own blind spots so that we're not so caught up in being right that we offend. That wasn't what she was saying, but that we offend and we're not loving that we're being mean and harmful to people because of our own blind spots spots, I'm sorry, blind spots. Everyone has a story. Everyone has experienced something. And many of these things are good and some of them are horrible. Even in that, choose to love, choose to allow God to heal you from that so that you don't harm other people. One thing, another thing we always say in the church is hurt people, hurt people. But I also believe that hurt people who are healing people can heal people. So if you're in your phases, because it comes in phases of healing, then you have the propensity to help heal other people. You can't do it for them, but you can be an assistant because we are all servants. And in our servitude nature, we are assisting through the Holy Spirit um, to be able to heal instead of cause more harm. So out of that second marriage, which I'm grateful for, and it was tumultuous, it was not, would I want to repeat it? No, absolutely not. But now that I'm on the other side of it, I am very grateful that God has given me the grace to go through that period and to be able to give my testimony that you can heal 
from a bad relationship. You can heal from a bad relationship. You can, people of God, you can, people who don't think there's a God, heal from a bad relationship. You just have to want to. You have to not want to feel that anymore. You don't want to be angry. You don't want to be bitter. You don't want to Every time you think something's going on in your next relationship, it's a red flag. That's choosing to love. And that's what we're supposed to do, everybody. We're supposed to love. So I felt that it was time to share that because I'm hoping that someone out here who hears this podcast will choose to heal from a bad situation and allow the spirit of God to take over so that they can heal, so that they can love and not hurt someone else because of their um, being afraid of being hurt again or being afraid of being made a fool out of again or being afraid of being embarrassed publicly again. God has the final say, y'all. And he will change the circumstances in a situation that you and the outcome that you think is supposed to be will be exactly the way it's supposed to be. Well, people, I love you. I love you today. I hope you take um, something away from this because I'm going to listen to it again and continue on my journey of healing and um, share, like, um, comment. Um, I'm on Instagram under, um, uh, what am I under? There's Earth, E-R-R-Y-T-H. I'm on Instagram under Earth, and I'm also on Facebook under um, Ramona Pickett. If you have topics you would like to discuss, or even if you'd like to be a guest and co-host with me on Tell It Like It Is, I am open to that as well. Have a fantastic day, the 16th day of August 2020. Um, Have a nice day. Until the next time, let's talk about it.